Thank you for joining me on another episode of She Leads Now podcast, where we help career and entrepreneurial women gain the tools to develop a success mindset, create winning strategies, build collaborative relationships, and take bold action towards creating impact and fulfillment in their lives and careers. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, and I'm on a mission to awaken and activate women and emerging leaders so they can tap into their innate leadership ability, elevate their influence, and create the impact they were destined to make. If you're ready to up-level your confidence, courage, and influence, you've come to the right place. Join me weekly for insights, strategies, and resources to help you grow, develop, and embody the leader you were meant to be so that you can make the impact you know you are called to make and establish the legacy you've always dreamed. The world eagerly awaits the emergence of your brilliance, impact, and influence. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome back to She Leads Now. Thank you so much for joining. I am your host, Sabine Gideon. And today on episode two, we are going to talk about micro habits and how they are the next level in goal achievement. Naturally, I felt led to share this content for this particular episode as we are in January at the time of this recording of 2022. And so many people are focused on their goals for the year. Uh, So many people are outlining all of the things that they want to achieve in this particular year, making resolutions, call it goal setting, call it what you want. But for the most part, most individuals, whether you're in business or you're in an organization, are thinking about the outcomes that you want to create for this particular year so that come December, you can look back and assess whether or not you've been successful and achieved the things that you set out to achieve. That is wonderful. Yet research has shown that by the time the quarter ends, most people have abandoned those goals. Now, there are a myriad of reasons why that takes place, uh, whether it was, you know, lack of commitment, they didn't really believe that they could achieve the goal, something happens and throws them off, life happens. Nonetheless, things happen and sometimes the goals that we set at the beginning of the year are really, really gung-ho and excited about due to things not moving as quickly as we want or the support to achieve the goals not being available, we may find ourselves abandoning our goals and and our desires well before we've even given them a chance to come to fruition. With that, in this particular episode, we're going to talk about goal setting, but with a twist, where the focus is really going to be around the micro habits that you need to create in order to ensure that you are supported in taking actions for the goals. So let me break that down a little. Oftentimes when we go into goal setting, or at least when I go into goal setting phase, I'm thinking about what is the end result, right? What is the outcome that I want to achieve? And I use the SMART goal model. So, you know, specific, measurable, actionable, relevant, and timely. So I go through that process. I'll give an example. This is not necessarily my example, but this is universal enough where I look at, you know, wanting to lose 10 pounds, right? So I can decide I want to lose 10 pounds in three months and maybe a few inches if you want to add that in there, if you want to be that that specific. But I want to lose these 10 pounds in three months because I am going on 
vacation and I want to feel confident in my new bathing suit, right? So there's an example of a goal or resolution someone might make, or I want to lose X number of pounds by my birthday or by the summertime, you name it, whatever your goal is. Now, that person may decide, okay, I'm going to take it another step deeper, sticking with the 10-pound example here. I'm going to lose 10 pounds in three months, and the actions that I'm going to take to help support me in doing so is working out three days a week and eating salads for lunch. So they may get real, real specific around how. So we have the goal. We have the end result. That's 10 pounds in three months. We have the actions which are around eating healthy and uh, going to the gym. So that's easy enough, right? You're thinking, oh my gosh, this person has it laid out. They have an action plan in place. So it's a no-brainer that they're going to meet their goal, right? No, (laughs) it's not. And we know that because many of us, me included, have set goals like that. We're like, okay, this is what I want to accomplish. This is what I'm going to do to help support me to get there. And bam, let's go. And within a few months, I hit a snag or something happens and we're looking at the goal or reassessing that the goal and, and trying to decide whether or not it's, it's still worth it for us to move forward. That's where micro habits come into play. Micro habits are that next layer, that next step of digging deeper to really solidify and hone in on why you want to achieve the particular goal, what you need to do to support you with those actions and how you're going to remain consistent in the habits so that you can take the actions that will then help you reach your goal. So using the same example, my goal is to lose 10 pounds in the next 90 days, and I am going to do so by going to the gym three times a week, and I am going to eat a salad every day. We'll just say Monday through Friday, I will eat a salad. Great. Now let's incorporate the micro habits. So in order for me to ensure that I eat a salad Monday through Friday means I need to go through to the grocery store maybe on the weekend. And I need to ensure that I've made a list of all of the healthy foods that I need to be able to make this particular salad. And it might mean from a habit perspective, I am now carving time out of my day on Sunday or even Monday to make bowls of salad so that I can ensure that I am eating a salad Monday through Friday. I've gone grocery shopping, I've done the meal planning, and I'm ready to go so that come Monday or come Tuesday when I am starving and I need something to eat, that I'm not grabbing junk food, but I already have a a bowl or whatever of salad prepared waiting for me to grab and go. That is digging deeper with the micro habits. Um, Let's use the example around going to the gym three times a week. What micro habits can you create to help support you in ensuring that you make it to the gym? Uh, Could it be that you put your clothes out at night? So if you're going to go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, on Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday, you'll lay your clothes out the night before. And so they're right there at the foot of the bed when you wake up and you can easily put them on. Or you put your sneakers right by the door so that like you literally can't leave your bedroom without tripping over those sneakers as a reminder. Um, Or, you know, you set your alarm 
30 minutes earlier so that if you end up hitting the snooze a couple of times, you are still able to get up in time to get ready, brush your teeth, wash your face and make it to the gym. So those are examples of micro habits. Really, it's what do I need to do? What do I need to change about my routine that is actually going to help support my bigger action that then helps me reach my particular goal? Hopefully that makes sense. But I want to talk a little bit more about why micro habits are important. Because again, we hear so much about goals. Uh, while I've given you the example, hopefully that that's make, made it clear. But most of the narrative stems around goals and people consistently set goals, whether it be, you know, in their personal life or in their businesses that they are unable to reach. And they think, oh, my gosh, something is wrong with me or I don't have what it takes or, you know, they they may even blame external factors that may very well have been a contributing player to why they didn't reach their goal. But in focusing on the micro habits, it really puts the power and quote unquote control back in your hands to determine how you're going to reach that goal in a way that makes sense for you. Something that I want to touch on as a total aside to this is it's not uncommon for us to set goals that we don't even really want or we don't really even believe we can achieve. And what do I mean by that? Beginning of the year, everyone thinks they have to lose weight. Even if they are 100 pounds soaking wet, we are convinced as a society that beginning of the year means, you know, change behavior and focus on health and all that other stuff. Yet, or yet we feel guilty because we overindulged during the holidays. And so naturally, come January, that's the reset. And so the focus has to be on losing weight. But what if that's not the case for you? What if you don't actually need to lose weight? What if you overindulge during the holidays and you're still at a size that you feel comfortable in? Who says you have to set a quote unquote reset or nutritional or workout goal if you've already incorporated a healthy lifestyle and part of your, you know, your regular day to day? Or, you know, businesses uh, at the beginning of the year, it's, you know, I got to hit six figures or I got to hit X dollars in, in revenue. And the question that I would ask is, well, why? Why? Not that I'm saying it's a bad thing, but I would question, are you focused on those targets because that's what you believe you should? Or are you focused on those targets because based on your business model, based on your customers and, and how many customers you know that you can get or that you know that you need, that that's realistic for you? Let's spend more time in January focusing on getting clarity on what goals matter to us. Because if you're setting goals, no matter how well laid out they are, no matter how clear your micro habits are and your action plan and whatnot, if those goals don't resonate with you, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And what I don't want you to do is find yourself in a place where you are feeling down because you didn't achieve some goal that someone else told you that you needed to or made you feel like you had to set for yourself. So let's start with, before we even get into micro habits or goals or anything like that, let's start with getting clarity on what is it that you want to achieve? What are the things that you know that you absolutely can achieve and want to achieve? 
Now, it doesn't mean that you make goals too easy, right? Because you want to challenge yourself. Otherwise, it's just it's for what? And knowing my audience and knowing the the individuals that are drawn to me, you know, we're type A, super ambitious. And so our our goals are usually ridiculous <laughs> to begin with. And our expectations are usually, you know, far beyond reach, which helps in terms of pushing us forward. But rather than always creating these goals that, you know, push us to the brim, right? How can we create goals that actually satisfy us while challenging us at the same time? So that is the mindset piece that I want to get clear that when you go to set your goals or as you're reviewing your goals, make sure that they're goals that you want to achieve and not goals that you feel obligated to uh, achieve or to put on your list of, of things to do, but that there are things that are meaningful to you and that you know that without a shadow of a doubt that you will commit to them because it's important to you to achieve whatever that goal is. Then when you make the goal, and I mentioned this early on in the example that I provided, right, you you want to leverage SMART goal or, or whatever acronym you want to use, but you want to make sure that it's not just, I want to lose 10 pounds. Because guess what? That's not a goal. That's a wish. That's a hope. <laughs> um, a goal is, I want to lose 10 pounds by X date. And I want to be able to do so by doing this, this, and this. And the reason why this is important to me is X. That is an important step in the goal setting process as well. It's not just about setting the timing. It's not just about setting the metrics. Um, It's not just, you know, determining like what it is that you're going to do and how you're going to do it. But what is the relevance to you? Why is it important? What will change for you? When you meet this particular goal, what will it mean for you to have accomplished X? What will change when you've done that? And so going a little deeper and attaching meaning and emotion to the particular goal. And if you find that you actually are really surface level and there is no deep meaning, then perhaps that's not your goal. Perhaps that's someone else's goal that you are adopting, thinking that you need to do it. So take the time to really allow yourself the room and the space to attach meaning to the goal, to get your emotions involved, to envision it, to feel it, the excitement, the joy, whatever meaning this goal is going to create for you. Allow yourself to feel it and connect with it so that it ingrains it in your subconscious mind that this is something that you actually really want to achieve. So that's creating your SMART goals and the action steps, assigning meaning to it, and then micro habits. What can I do to support me in actually taking these actions? And I gave the examples up front. My invitation to you this, this month, this week, this year, depending on when you're listening to this, is to really take some time to look at the goals that you've set for yourself. Have you gotten clarity on the timing and what actions you're going to take? Have you gotten clarity on the meaning for each one of those goals? And then third, what are the habits that you're going to have to shift or that you're going to have to start to create in order to reach those goals? And just keep in mind, it takes 21 days to create a habit, but just know it takes 90 days for it to become a lifestyle. People will do something new for 21 days and 
completely revert back to what they were doing before. So I, I want us to understand and be mindful that, yes, it takes 21 days for the mind to register that this is what we do. This is part of our behavior pattern. This is a habit. But in order for it to really seal it in, it needs a good 90 days. So as you're thinking about your goals, you know, are you giving yourself enough time to complete those goals? Are you being too optimistic around what you'll need, what the resources will look like, what the timing will look like, uh, support that you'll need to help you achieve that? Or are you actually looking at it objectively and saying, hey, it, maybe it's going to take me longer to lose those 10 pounds. Maybe I should give myself six months so that in that way, if for whatever reason you fall off the wagon or you have a series of birthday parties that you're invited to, if, if we can ever go back outside, um, that, you know, it doesn't completely throw you off and you're not at like the third month feeling horrible about yourself because you're not going to meet your goal. Maybe you extend it. Maybe it's a four month goal or a six month goal or whatever. Same thing goes for business goals, personal goals, you name it. So that's what I'm going to leave you with is as you're goal setting and planning for the future or planning for your success this year, start with your goals for sure. Get them as specific as possible. Get your action plan as specific as possible. Attach meaning and then incorporate micro habits for each one of those action items to help support you in achieving your goal. That's all for today. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you are interested in learning more about micro habits and creating your own, I've actually created a free resource that you can download. Uh, the link is in the show notes below, but you can head over to sabinegideon.com forward slash habits and you can grab your free copy of the micro habits workbook and get started on breaking down some of the goals that you've set even more and incorporating those micro habits. So again, that is sabinegideon.com forward slash habits so that you can grab your free copy of the workbook and get started on achieving your goals for 2022 or whenever you happen to be listening to this particular episode. I will be back next week with another episode for you. Have a great and wonderful rest of the week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of She Leads Now. Be sure to join us next week for another transformative discussion to help you grow, develop, and embody the courageous leader you've always been. Be sure to subscribe to the show to get alerts when new episodes drop and join us for our next Leaders Lounge meetup on Zoom. Details and dates for future sessions are included in the show notes below. So take a look there or head over to sabinegideon.com forward slash lounge to register and hold your spot for the next session. Again, that's sabinegideon.com forward slash lounge to grab your spot. Excited to connect with you all inside the lounge. Talk to you soon.